Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Good morning, American. It's Friday. Welcome. So great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. So a big decision from the Supreme Court yesterday kind of came down as expected. We'll talk about that later on. The uh, affirmative action thing. Done in colleges. It's a shame. Now what? Isn't it? It's a shame. Thank you. Now, no black people, no Hispanics can ever go to school again. Ever. Oh, man. Ever. (laughs) It just... So terrible. Why? Why did they have to do that? I to don't them? know. Without this special protection, know. there will never be another colored person at college. <laughs> well, if you if you ask Erica Marsh, <laughs> who uh, is a proud Democrat, yeah, a former field organizer organizer to elect President Biden, mm-hmm. and a volunteer for the Obama Foundation, right? Uh, she uh, tweeted yesterday: Today's Supreme Court decision is a direct attack on black people. Oh my God! No black person will be able to succeed in a merit-based system, what? which is exactly why affirmative action-based programs oh were gosh. needed. Today's decision <laughs> is a travesty. All caps. No black person she can succeed in a merit-based system. Racist much? Oh my gosh! She got so ratioed on that. Oh, <laughs> I'd never heard man. of her until that tweet. Wow! And now everyone knows who she is. Oh, she's a flat-out racist. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's incredible. Good but I mean, that's what we were saying at the beginning yes. because that's how they feel about him. Exactly. Uh, I mean. Yeah, it's it's great when their true colors come shining through, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So we got that. Uh, we have uh, Joe Biden on abortion, which is fascinating. Just, I mean, unbelievable. <laughs> he's a unbelievable. Uh, he's an interesting man. Oh my god, <laughs> interesting <laughs> man. That's a, yeah. that's, a fr- that's a really good way that, to put that it. That is interesting a fresh man. take right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's an interesting man. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's a good. I know. Fresh take. It's not yeah. wrong. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Watching him walk off the set during uh, the during the segment uh, yesterday on MSNBC was fun too. That's fun. God, he's so stupid. He's so bad. Oh, whoa. whoa! The man's president of the United States. Yeah, I know. When he's he's done know. with you. He's done with you. I'm he's, leaving. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fun to watch him walk. <gasps> You can hear it. You can hear the sound he's making. <laughs> she had to wrap it up quick because it had to cover up the sound. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And today, of course, it's a Freaky Friday. We're talking about uh, flat the flat Earth theory. Yeah. And uh, we're talking about that with Dave Weiss, Flat Earth Dave, as uh, Jeffy calls. It. Is that well, what he calls that's himself? What he calls himself. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flat, flat Earth, Earth Dave. Dave. Uh, is is with us today, and he's going to awesome. lay out his case for why the Earth is flat. So, do we have him? Uh, is he ready to go? Is he ready to go? What do we got? Yes, oh, he can't no. hear us yet? Oh. oh, no. Okay. Oh, no. All right. So, we'll continue to tap dance. Dave! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure the problem no. is we're not speaking okay. loud enough. All right. Well, so. never mind that. <laughs> Just trying to help. Well, maybe we should play the uh, <coughs> the Biden clip that you were just referencing. The MSNBC oh, okay. thing? Yeah, I think that'd be... Uh, All right. Yeah, yeah listen fun. listen carefully for the sound he's making. <gasps> Here it comes. Okay. As they wrap up the segment together. All right. 
and Biden gets up inexplicably. Okay. We, might, we might have to act it out. I don't know. Is no okay. We don't. We don't have that either. I have no idea. Is there anything? I don't we think. Have I, I don't think today? the uh, the phone lines are working. <laughs> I don't think up. the computers are working. I don't okay, think good. the video is working. Well, that's perfect. <laughs> that's a that's a good way to do it. I thought Clarence broadcast. Thomas um, uh, <laughs> summed up the affirmative action case uh, perfectly uh, uh, in his uh, did you words there. Yep, mm -hmm. there it is. Take a look there because uh, I think that uh, is everything you need to know about affirmative action. And uh, from Clarence Thomas, the court sees the university's admissions policies for what they are: rudderless race-based preferences designed to ensure a particular racial mix in their entering classes. Those policies fly in the face of our colorblind constitution and our nation's equality ideal. In short, they are plainly and boldly unconstitutional absolutely right Thank you. absolutely right i wrote separately in grutter explaining that the use of race in higher education admissions decisions regardless of whether intended to help or to hurt violates the 14th amendment in the decade since i have repeatedly stated that grutter was wrongly decided and should be overruled today and despite a lengthy in interregnum yeah. Uh, I don't know. A lengthy interregnum? Yeah, I, I hate lengthy I, interregnums. I, I, I had to get cream for that. <laughs> the Constitution <laughs> prevails. I write separately to offer an originalist defense of the colorblind Constitution. To explain further the flaws of the court's grutter jurisprudence. To clarify that all forms of discrimination based on race, including so-called affirmative action, are prohibited under the Constitution, and to emphasize the pernicious effects of all such discrimination. Really good. Yeah. That's just really, really nicely put. Yeah. He's got a way with words. He does. He should have this. He, he should, might make something of it. He, he might. I mean, if he applies himself, uh -huh. you know, and he really puts his nose to the grindstone, he could be somebody. Yeah, he could Someday. Be. Someday. Someday. Now, Robert Kennedy Jr. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, tweeted out after the <laughs> affirmative action ruling, Something a little different. Oh, than it wasn't Clarence different Thomas. than that? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, uh, that's weird. Uh, RFK Jr. Uh, tweeted out, Regarding the Supreme Court banning affirmative action in higher education, I know many Americans feel that purely race-based decisions are unfair. Mm -hmm. However, this feeling misses important context. The effects of racist policies going back centuries are now self-perpetuating. Oh, Jeez. Affirmative, Good gosh, let it go. Affirmative action understands this and mm -hmm. uses race-based policies to undo the effects of racist policies. Mm -hmm. Colorblind admissions tend to favor those who are already in the circle of privilege. Ugh. It favors those who grew up in affluent, educated households. Is there a single Democrat who has a brain? Is there one who's not a racist <laughs> douchebag? Is there one? Wouldn't you like to invite in those who have been yeah. left out in the cold? No. I, oh. If they can come in of their own free will and their own power, yes. Come on in. I mean, that's drill. The water's right fine. Yeah, it's garbage. It's garbage. <laughs> and and they, it, it's, again, <clears throat> playing the victim card. They're still victims. Yeah. They're still victims of slavery. And uh, they can, they, I guess they forever will be. So there's no end to this. 
There's never an end right. well, to this. No, I mean that's that's the whole deal with reparations, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, and they, because, well, because once you pay the reparations, that's not going to be the end. No, no way. You think but, that's but, just no, going to placate is, everybody? No, 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 not a chance. But my nope. point is, is that that's their argument is that I it's know. a never-ending thing. I right? know it's, it's, it's the never-ending story. It's our it's built into their DNA. Yeah, and it's our fault. Right. <laughs> I, that's right okay. the tweets underneath uh rfk's take on this like i love jeff uh michaud uh and you're out and then let's see here uh, john, that's nice john no, simply put uh, yeah john schlinkter uh says uh this is why i never would have voted for you you're still a leftist at heart mm-hmm. and then i really well, like yeah. i like this mm-hmm. one from jeffrey miller this tweet just cost you the support of every principled centrist American who thought you were kind of cool last week. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. I mean, yeah, I, you knew he was going to show who he really is. Had to because that's to. who he is. It, it's who he is. Yes. His policies on many things have not changed. No. Uh, while while there, he's attractive in some ways, uh, he's butt ugly in others. And, uh, I mean, there's just no way that a conservative could really vote for him. Uh, in good conscience. No. I don't think so. Uh, I mean, unless you're trying to just defeat, like Keith is talking about, going to the open uh, primary and voting yeah. for Biden. Or against I Biden. I mean, against, against Biden. Biden. yeah. And for RFK. That'd be, you know, I don't care about that. That'd be fine. <laughs> uh, we got to get rid of Biden somehow. Jeez. Please. I, like I said, I would like to throw a party that Biden is on his way out in March as opposed to when I mean, the guy November. throws the Wouldn't Supreme that be nice? Court. Uh, the president of the United States throwing the Supreme mm-hmm. Court under the bus yesterday. Then he made the comments of the abortion comments. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy is hideous. An he's interesting hideous. man. So he's I, I an interesting man. <laughs> interesting man. Yeah, that really feels is. like a, a future bingo <laughs> square <laughs> setting up there. <laughs> Jeff Joe Biden. He's an interesting man. He's an interesting man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your nightmare. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that too. And yeah, no. That kidding. too. Uh, I don't know. It's uh it's agonizing the leftists and their and their racism. I mean, there is no way they think that black people can get by on on their on their merit. And Hispanics can't get by on merit. And it's just so awful and it's so insulting and I'm so insulted for people of color. On their behalf. Mm-hmm. I, and I hope, but I don't think the vast majority of them are. But they should be. Yes, they Man, should they be. should be. Because the prevailing theory is what What's-Her-Face said. What was her name? The woman who uh, was so incredibly racist. Oh, um, Marsh. What was her name? Marsha. Is it Marsha? Marsh. 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 Yeah, Erica Marsh. Marsh. Just terrible. I mean... What are you saying that no blacks could ever get by on merit? Holy cow, that's just yeah. And let's let's keep in mind that, that this was uh, brought on behalf, uh, at least in the Harvard case, Asian American students um, are being here, denied. Right here are the Harvard Harvard admission rates. Uh, uh, okay, just a few years back. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see, it's hard to kind of get a number out of this, but it looks like about fifty-eight percent for blacks. Are admitted? Uh, yeah. Uh, Hispanics, about 35%. Jeez. And just under 20 for white students. And looks like about eh, 13 or 14 um, for, for Asian Asians. students. And here's the uh, here's what I'm trying to decipher right here. You can see the top. Hmm. You might want to zoom in on that one. So, so these are the black student rates. And then, uh, hmm. what did I say? Uh, Hispanic. 
is this is these dots the red dots that uh, you're seeing down there those are the uh, admission rates for asian american students that have yeah. applied at harvard well we had that story about the asian american uh was it last week week before um the guy the kid had a 4.6 gpa right 4.6 gpa and he scored 1590 out of 1600 what on the sat and he got turned down at every ivy league school he applied to i mean he had all kinds of accolades he had all kinds of extracurricular stuff going on he had unbelievable like incomparable uh grades what was his last scores name? on tests he was asian yeah but what was it obvious when someone pushing yes. paper at harvard yes oh it's it, an asian it was clear he was asian yeah and so uh, Harvard turned him down. Yale turned him down. Princeton, um, I think Columbia. And then Stanford turned him down. He couldn't get in to wow. any of the nation's elite colleges because he's Asian. And they've got too many of them already. Well, Sorry. Just, I mean, no. Uh, what, what's he, what does he have against a trade school? <laughs> That's what I'd like to know. You should ask him. We should track that guy down and say, hey, I why? Mean, what's the problem? Yeah. Why haven't you uh, applied to like montana tech what's the matter with you yeah uh you ever been to butte have you been to butte montana it's beautiful everybody needs a good mechanic bro okay (laughs) montana tech huh montana tech in beautiful butte montana hang on hang on yeah Uh, we're gonna play a little trivia game here all right and i'm guessing the tuition is not that steep right what is the nickname of montana technical university the miners I mean, they're the miners. Well, it's the ore diggers. Oh, they're the oh, really? ore diggers. Oh, that's, oh, pretty okay. close. O-R-E, that's pretty close. O R E. Pretty close. Ore diggers. I thought they were miners. They wow. may have used it because their logo Maybe. is, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, this digging ore. This guy is. Uh, that's what they do in Butte. They look at this dig guy. Ore. Look at that. Yeah. Uh huh. How cool is that mascot? Oh, wow, that's a go. good mascot. How is that? I mean, that that's is pretty good. I like for that. an NAIA school. That's right. not bad at all. Yeah, that's good. That's good. It's Montana Tech. It's Montana Tech. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let me uh, let me just tell you about Eden Pure Thunderstorm. Then we'll get to uh, Flatter Dave uh, coming up here in a minute. I think we finally got it worked out. Is that true? We have it worked out. Uh, you can purify the air in your home. You can get healthy, clean, fresh-smelling air and eliminate odors. You can kill mold and mildew and bacteria and viruses, and it's just it's so great. And there's no. There's no filters to change. Uh, you just plug this thing in, you turn it on, and you're done. It's so easy to install. It's just, it's great. There's no installation. You just plug it in. Uh, the Eden Pure Thunderstorm uses Oxy technology. That sends out O3 molecules into the air, which seek out and destroy all the pollutants in your home. So, you know, maybe you just cooked fish, salmon. Man, I hate it when that sticks around. It used to stick around in our house for... I don't know, a week, it seems like. And it just makes me ill. I mean, I don't I don't mind salmon that much. You know, I'll eat it, but I don't want to smell it for five days afterwards. That's where Eden Pure Thunderstorms come in. Yeah, get three of these for under $200. Really amazing. Use the offer code PAT, and you're going to save 200 bucks With this special offer, three units under 200 bucks. Go to EdenPureDeals.com, put in the discount code PAT to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com, discount code PAT. You'll get the shipping for free. All right. Uh, it is uh, one of our Friday shows where we take a look at some things that uh, maybe are out of the ordinary. One of those things, perhaps, uh, is uh, people who believe that the Earth is flat. 
after all of this time. Uh, Dave Weiss is one of those people. Flat Earth Dave, welcome. Thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me. Hi, thanks Dave. for having me. You hear me okay? Uh, yeah. Good? Yep. We, yeah, we, about we got time. You. We got you. <laughs> Excellent. So, so I just want to start out by saying, do not believe anything I say. I want you to mm-hmm. verify this stuff yourself because this is how the world has gotten into this crazy situation that we're in. People just believe anything they hear, especially if it comes from a guy in a white lab coat and a bow tie, mm-hmm. right? So don't believe anything. I want to point out, you know, um, some things that you never even thought of. I'd so, like that. There you go. All right. That sounds great. So lay out for us. First of all, let me ask you this. When did you when did you decide uh, in your mind that the world was not a sphere? It wasn't spherical. It was flat because we're all taught right away in school the you know the theory that the Earth is spherical. It's a globe. Uh, and so, when did you um, sort of discount that theory and and come up with the the Earth being flat? Short story, I was doing a conspiracy podcast back in 2014, and uh, people started sending in Flat Earth stuff, and I just, like any smart person, would just ban them from ever commenting again because they're too dumb to listen to my podcast. Right. Okay. And then finally, I was forced by um, uh, by another researcher, Dave, you have to look at this. So I started watching some videos. Now, I don't like, oh, you le- where'd you learn that? At YouTube? No, YouTube's yeah. a resource for good stuff and bad stuff. And I went in with the attitude trying to debunk flat earth, trying to, to trying to prove the globe, and that's how that's how you get here. You know, when you think of flat earth, people mm-hmm. think of a disk floating in space. This mm-hmm. is what Google feeds you, right? This is from the flat earth society. The flat earth society is not flat earth. It's a government-run disinformation site to make you oh, laugh oh. at flat earth. Really? Okay? Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> All right. I didn't realize that. They say, so people are like, well, gravity, the Earth is rising at 9.8 meters per second. No flat earther believes that. Only globe believers believe mm-hmm. flat earth believers believe that. Yeah. Okay? Dumb people like me. So if we're not a <laughs> – yeah, well, yeah. you know, and people, people are like, well, what are we the only flat planet out there? Well, you know, those lights in the sky, we can get into that. Um, they're just lights in the sky. We don't know what they are, but they're provably not what they say that they are, right? We're not a disk floating in space with okay. a bunch of globes. That is two false models mixed together. You know, whenever you hmm. see, uh, you know, uh, mainstream media talking about it, they show this. This is not flat Earth, right? Mm-hmm. So get the get the the idea out of your head what flat earth is and what it what it's not, right? Most people don't know about your solar system. In your solar system, Pat, do you know how fast the earth is rotating at the equator in the in the globe model? Uh yeah, it's, a, it's pretty fast, isn't it? Uh It's a thousand miles an hour. Yeah, a thousand okay. miles an hour. Yeah. So so when you're watching the sunset on a nice calm <clears throat> day, the sun appears to be going away, but in your reality, you're falling over backwards faster than the speed of sound, which is making the sun appear to go down. While that's going on, you're going in an elliptical orbit around the sun at 66,600 miles an hour. A funny number that shows up a lot in the heliocentric system. <laughs> and then we're also chasing the sun at a, at a hundred, at a, at a half a million miles per hour. Okay. Half a million miles per hour. Let me just put those into perspective for you. This is called the hypersonic sled track. Anybody could look this up on YouTube. You get this exact video. And it goes by at Mach 8.6. The sound when you hear it is shocking. Okay? You have to believe, if you believe in the heliocentric system, that we are going 10 times faster than this around the sun in a curved orbit. Mm. Now, like an airplane, which is enclosed, flying straight and level at a constant speed, we are curving. And curving is acceleration when you go off your linear line of of, excel, of, um, of angle, wherever you're going. So 
we're, we're going 10 times faster around the sun and chasing the sun 100 times faster than this. You can't even conceive of that. But when you go out into nature, your common sense shows you this. What does that t- this tell you? Common sense, God-given common sense says this is a stationary enclosed, contained water. Water needs containment. Large bodies of water need containment, and when they're contained and at rest, they lie flat. Mm-hmm. And we can measure We can measure how far we can see. On a globe, you're required to have curvature. This curvature is hiding my mouth right now if you're watching the video, and, you, and it's a physical curvature. But with our today's consumer optics, we can zoom in on things that should be behind miles and miles and miles of curvature. And we can see them. The fact that we can see too far is all you really need to know um, that, uh, that we are not on the globe that they tell us. This is a picture right here um, from a mountaintop. Now, yes, well, well, you're on a mountaintop. You can see farther on a globe. Same thing on a flat earth. The higher you are, the farther you can see because of your angle. But we can see mm-hmm. all of these mountaintops over here. And the, the tops of these mountains should be over 40 miles below the curve. Okay? We can see this. You know what mainstream science says about this? What? They won't touch it. They won't address it. They won't look at it. They won't even respond to us at all because this absolutely proves, you know, the only thing you can say is, well, refraction. All of these mountains are 40 plus miles below the curve, but they're all refracting up and magically stopping at eye level. That's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, Pythagoras, Aristotle, uh, Copernicus, Galileo, Isaac Newton, Einstein, Stephen Hawking, they're all they were all wrong. All of those guys. Stephen Hawking's Stephen Hawking's was uh how long do people live with ALS? You know the longest person to live with ALS? It's like three years. That's kind Stephen of a good Hawking yeah. did it for right. did it for fifty. Fifty okay? years, yes. Did, did it for fifty, right? And, right. and and they never upgraded his voice changer. <laughs> <laughs> right? Come on. We, we have voices that you can't even uh, That's awesome. Right? So we've we've stumbled into an, another, another conspiracy yes, theory have. about Stephen oh Hawking. God, Stephen Hawking was actually a puppet, okay? Oh, an okay. actual Fred? puppet. Oh, nice. Yeah, an, he, actual he actual puppet? Puppet. <laughs> an actual puppet? I'd like to delve into that, actually. That was, yeah. That's awesome. I know. That, that, we can really get sidetracked on that. That might be our next Friday topic. <laughs> <laughs> I so, mean, literally so, like a Muppet puppet. <laughs> Literally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, awesome. we, we have videos. We have videos where the guy's going, you know, you know, Stephen, blah blah blah, blah and he goes, <laughs> and the guy, and the, and the guy is like, oh, 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 and he's just he's he's translating like this incredible text. I'm like, mm-hmm. this is just a puppet show to laugh at. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I love that. All right. How do you explain uh, a lunar I, eclipse? Because if your theory is right and the Earth gets in the way of the sun between between the sun and the moon, there should be a straight line across the moon, right? Yeah. But yeah, there's so, not. So it's the, curved. Yeah. So so the um, the thing is, when, when people when, – you're assuming that the Earth is casting a shadow – Mm-hmm. On the moon, yes. right? The Earth is a quarter of a million miles away from from the moon. Take a basketball, get a single source light, or even the sunlight, a sunlight, and put the basketball on the ground and look at the perfect 
crisp shadow. Now lift it up. When you're five, ten feet away from the ground, you can't even see the shadow anymore. It completely diffuses, right? So you can't have a perfectly smooth shadow of the Earth going and hitting the moon. And the other thing is, this is a little more complicated to, to see, but when, when you cast a shadow from a spherical object onto another spherical object, it gets distorted. If, if you eclipse a ball with another ball, its shadow comes in as a parabola. It's, it, it widens out, and then it leaves as a parabola. That's actually just physics. Now, if you took a straight edge, it actually comes in on a beautiful curve. I'm not saying that the Earth is a straight edge that mm. is eclipsing the moon. I think the eclipse of the moon is something completely different. I have a complete section on my app. It's called the Flatter Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app called Eclipses. It's uh, hours and hours and hours of information, but if you watch that, you'll understand yeah, but that eclipses actually prove the flat Earth. You gave me a demonstration uh, when we talked, Dave, and it's good to see you and hear from you again. Uh, but you gave me a demonstration about the sun and the moon on your dial. Uh, you had that, yeah. uh, had that for me. And do you have that today? Because that is it pretty much shows what we're talking about. What 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 did I? What so did the they sun, show you? the sun and the moon uh, going uh, going around. Yeah. So so here here's here's how it works. Our our this is a top down look at the at the Earth. The sun goes around once every twenty four hours. Okay, mm-hmm. and the sun keeps track of the hours and the days. So wherever the sun is, it's noon. And now the sun will lap the moon every twenty nine days or thereabouts. Okay, and so the moon, its position and its phase keep track of the weeks and the months. And the the stars. If I turn on the stars, um, the stars keep track of the seasons and the years. Where's the stars? Come on. <clears throat> of course, the stars won't fire. Oh, that's because I'm hitting the wrong button. If you hit the right button, it works. The <clears throat> stars go slightly faster than the sun. So think about this. The stars and the sun are, are moving around around the same speed, but the stars are going slightly faster. So that means that the sun will drift backwards through each zodiac about a month at a time, and then it'll reset. 365 times around, the stars lap the sun. That's how the stars keep track of the seasons and the years. The sky is the perfect clock. This is crazy. Think about this. The finest watch in the world, what does it base its time on? What, how, do you, how do you know a, a, a watch is accurate? What, the atomic, the atomic clock. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's all based on what we call the sky clock, okay? The sky is the most perfect clock. The sky tells us the time, right? The sky is, a, a, is an absolute perfect clock, mm. but the sky, in a heliocentric model, is held mm. together by gravity. This is called the three-body problem. You take any three bodies and you put them into orbits and they go into chaos mode and no computer can figure out what it's going to do next. They can do two bodies and they can figure that out. But if you put three or more, it just goes into a random pattern, right? So we have Hmm. all of these planetary alignments and all of this stuff whizzing around and that spiral I showed you before. And somehow, the, the, all of the stars reset. I want people to go out tonight, take a picture of the stars at a certain time, put that picture away, put a note in your alarm for next year, same night, same time, to do the same picture, and then compare them. Every star will be in the exact same position. Does that sound like we're corkscrewing through a heliocentric beehive? Or does that sound like the sky is – all the stars are fixed in their positions? The stars haven't moved ever in all of history. Wow. Okay. What? okay. We're corkscrewing. Is, since we're on the stars, why uh, why is the sky different in the southern hemisphere than the northern? If we're if very we're good. Flat? Qu- okay, very good question. So now 
in the heliocentric model, stars are infinite distances, and mm-hmm. that's actually provably false. In the in the flat Earth system, we don't claim to know what the stars are, but we claim that they're close. They're within the Earth system. So, Pat, let's do an experiment. You and I are in a, a room, uh, just a regular room, 10-foot high ceilings, and the, all of the recessed lights are, are random patterns. And we can look up and go, oh, there's a bull and uh, there's a starfish. Okay. And then uh, now, now we're going to expand that room to 10 miles wide. And you say, you know what? I'm going to go for a walk. And you walk five miles away. Now, if you've ever been to Las Vegas and looked down a hallway, you can't see the other end of the hallway <laughs> because the ceiling and the floor merge. Mm-hmm. Okay? Right? Yeah. So you're five miles away. I can't see you because the ceiling and the floor merged at like a quarter of a mile, not even. Okay? So I, I yell. You can't hear me because my sound spreads out. Right? So you call me on your cell phone. You say, hey, Dave. And I'm like, hey, look up. Can you see that bull and that starfish? And you look up and you see completely different lights in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Therefore, in globe world, that floor of that room is spherical. You're looking at completely different lights. Mm. I can't see you. I can't see the lights that you're under. So you walked out south. In the flat earth model, north is at the center. North is at the center. And, uh, and, uh, and south is every direction away from the center. Every direction away from the center. Huh. Okay? okay. So south brings you right. every straight line brings you to, to Antarctica. So let me just jump. You, you, the next question you're going to have is maybe about circumnavigation. How is circumnavigation done? Mm-hmm. So here's a map. Here's a flat earth map. We got our magnetic center. So my compass points to the center no matter where I put my compass on here. So if my compass is a boat or a plane, I'm trying to go west. Mm-hmm. And I have to keep turning to maintain my heading of west is west is right here on the compass right because mm-hmm. that needle is always going to point to the center west is a circle around and east look i'm going east east is not a straight line but this doesn't prove the earth is flat because it's the same on a globe okay yeah it's the same on a globe except in the south you'd have to turn the other way now if i try to dead wreck in west so here's my compass it's pointing west i'm going to point that stick west and if i follow the stick immediately i'm heading south okay hang on a second south we gotta we gotta we're up against a break here hang on we'll let you finish coming up here in a second um wow interesting stuff from flat earth dave (laughs) uh we'll get into more of it and i got more questions for him uh that i think he probably has answers for (laughs) yes he does coming up Pat Gray Unleashed. Since we don't, we just, we were talking about uh, the reaction uh, to Flat Earth Dave. Um, and, you know, it's going to be hot and cold, right? Yeah, right. But uh, I don't, we, it's nice to take a break sure from the madness of the world for a minute and just talk about something. To me, this is really interesting. Mm-hmm. And we gave you a little really madness. Fun. And yes, there's, and we'll probably have more madness before the show is over. But for now, we're talking to uh, Flat Earth Dave uh, because he believes the Earth is flat. And apparently, this started in, I think you said 2014, right, Dave? 
well, that's when I came across it. It's been around forever because the earth is flat. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but let me, before we just continue, I just want to yeah. throw in a couple things. I don't believe the earth is flat. I know the earth is flat. Okay. All of the people that are freaking out there, they believe the earth is a globe, but they can't come up with a single reason. I offer three Bitcoins for one globe proof, and no one has been able to even come close to coming up with one yet. Right. Hmm. Here's the thing. As I said at the beginning, do not believe me. You need to l- listen to your insides and, and, and take a look at the information because belief is easy. You believe anything you want and your day's over, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to know something, it takes time and effort and critical thought, and we're all taught to be lazy, right? The lazier we are, the, you know, the, the more popular it is. I mean, think about DoorDash. Yeah. Yeah. DoorDash. Right. Not only do you not have to shop or cook or clean, you you don't even have to get off your couch to get your password. Okay, dumbest yeah. thing ever. Right. Yeah. Most lazy thing ever. So let me so, ask you this: you you were talking right. about you were talking about how far the the moon is, and you believe the standard theory on that that it's about a quarter of a million miles away from us, right? No, I no. do not. Oh, I believe don't. the moon is right right in our sky, just as we see it. Go out when oh. the, the we're, we're approaching a full moon, and hopefully there's a couple spotted clouds. You'll see mm-hmm. that the moon only lights up the clouds that are right next to it. Mm-hmm. If the moon was a quarter of a million miles away, it would light up all the clouds. Okay, if it was able to reflect light back, I mean, when you do the math, you know, and I try not to do the math because people short circuit. But as something gets farther away, it inversely gets dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. Every time you mm-hmm. double the distance of something, it's a quarter of the brightness, right? For us to see the moon so bright where it casts my shadow on the ground, where I could read a book, out, you know, in the middle of nowhere with moonlight, um, you, you would the moon would have to be sixty times brighter than the sun from uh, from a uh, um, hundred miles away. Right. If you do the math, it would have to be that bright for us to see it, the brightness that we see it. This is actual science. This is actual math. But no one ever does it because no one's able. We're not taught to deal with large numbers. So okay? tell me, tell me in miles how far the moon is. Two hundred thirty-eight thousand miles. Right. But the, think about this. Right. No, to you. Star, how how how, oh, how far do you oh. think it is? I don't think the moon is a physical object, and I think we all see it in a different position relative to our own. I think it's uh, it, it literally is like a. Um, I, again, I don't claim to know what the moon is, but it's provably, you know, camera, you zoom in on the moon and focus on the moon, and then you can focus on a star without changing the focus. That tells me that they seem like they're the same distance. I don't know what the moon is. I'm How not far claiming is the sun? What the moon is. To, they so, tell us it's 93 million miles away. I think right, it's a, you know, know they that. tell us the sun, but, the sun is 400 times bigger than the, than, uh, the 400 times bigger than, um, than the moon and 400 times farther. Therefore, they look like they're the same size. Or maybe they're just the same size. Okay. <laughs> okay. Maybe. I mean, think about this. Mm. In the heliocentric world, you have a, a, a total eclipse of the sun, mm-hmm. 400 times bigger, 400 times farther, flying through this crazy spiraling universe. The I, the chances that they would line up perfectly, like precision quarters, um, is is so infinitesimally small that you can't even calculate it. But then. For it to happen again, that would be like winning the Powerball again and again and again and again and again. But there's eclipses every year. Well, but that's the way time. God planned it. You do, do you believe in well, God? You, I, I believe that there is a creator 100%. Okay. And this is an intelligently designed system. Mm-hmm. And and the, the thing is the, the eclipses repeat every 18 years. The whole cycle of eclipses repeats every 18 years. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like a gravitational heliocentric model. The heliocentric system, you know, people are like, well, what difference does it make? I still have to go to work on Monday. That's what we've all been programmed <laughs> to say. Okay? Mm-hmm. Heliocentric system is hiding the creator. It's hiding your true power. It's hiding your true location, where you are. It's hiding um, 
more resources. It's hiding everything. It's the people that are running this world. Who are they? We can talk about that. But they're they're the ones that they hate God. They hate um, people. They they think of us as useless eaters, and they want us working for them as their slaves. They don't want a, a mm. well intelligent society. They want a, a, a society well, think, of good workers. Ninety percent of us are going to agree with you on that particular part yeah. of it. <laughs> yeah. um, but I remember just, talking just, to the Flatter Society president. This was years ago. Um, yeah, and he, not real. I, I believe his belief was that the sun was thirty-seven miles from the Earth. Is is that approximately what you think? It's that's closer than ninety-three million miles. Okay, because we can actually prove <laughs> right. that ninety-three million miles is ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, well, think about this: if the sun, if if the sun in the heliocentric model, the size that they tell us, if it was a mile over your head, it would fill the entire sky. Right? It's so gigantic, it would fill mm-hmm. the whole sky. Right? Mm-hmm. So, so we move the sun ninety-three million miles away, and because of perspective, it gets smaller. Right? It yeah. gets smaller, and now it's the size of a coin held at arm's length. Right? Right. So, so. You know, we go we go from from this to this just by moving it 93 million miles away. If mm-hmm. we moved it another 93 million miles away, how much smaller would that get? A lot. Yeah, a lot smaller. And mm-hmm. then if we moved it, doubled that again, mm-hmm. it would be so small it wouldn't be able to see. But if we doubled it We'd again, so now it's eight too. times farther. No. <laughs> eight, eight, well, forget that. But but, yeah. but eight times farther. That's a that's called a light hour. One light hour because it's eight light minutes away. Eight times eight, sixty four. We'll call it a light hour. Yeah. At a light hour, I propose that you couldn't even see the sun. Okay. This is what NASA says the sun looks like from all the different planets. Right. Here's okay. Earth. Here's Earth right here. Right. Jupiter. It's pretty small. And then it's it's like you can't even see it out here. Okay. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we're told that we can see Polaris. At 433 light years away, Polaris, our most important star, the one that doesn't move, okay? 433 light years. And now astronomy is like, well, you know what? We're, we're, we could be off by 100, uh, 100 light years. 100 light years, okay? Mm. Light years are ridiculous. Think about this. The <laughs> closest star. Close, right? Pat, there's a lot of information to take in. Okay? It is. <laughs> the closest star, closest star, excluding our sun, if you want to call that a star is um, four and a half light years. That's 25 trillion miles, right? Mm-hmm. And here's where people's brains shut down. They don't understand what a trillion is. Oh, we're in trillions of deaths. Oh, trillion this, trillion that, okay? Um, a trillion seconds, Pat. Do you know how long a trillion seconds is? Something like uh, 33,000 years. You're the first person that's got it right. 31,000 years. Now mm-hmm. think about that. A trillion seconds is 31,000 years. I think that's longer than the Earth has even existed. Okay? Mm -hmm. So if we wanted to go to the closest star, we're traveling at a mile per second, which no one has ever gone that fast, and we went for 31,000 years, we're only 1 25th of the way there. Okay? we got to do that 24 more times to get to the closest star. And people want to believe in aliens coming from outer space, right? Scientifically impossible, vacuum outer space. There's so many things. We're not taught about the globe. We're not taught about any of this stuff um, other than just little pieces of information that make you laugh at flat earth. But once you understand what the heliocentric model is, you're like, nope, that doesn't make any sense at all. So why the hoax? Why are they doing this? What, you know, obviously you don't believe the photos. You, you don't believe the videos. You obviously don't believe we've been to the moon. Um, so what, why, why are they doing this? Why, what is the point? Let me, I'll answer that. Let me, since you mentioned photos, I'm going to show you three photos. Ready? Here we got, mm-hmm. we got, um, Morgan one, two, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure who this guy is. And that, yes. um, what, one of these photos is fake. One of these photos is fake. Okay. 
Okay. One of these photos is a painting. Can you figure it out? Jim Carrey. Uh, I I would guess the the guy in the middle. So the other two are real then? Yeah. Okay. They're all fake. They're all paintings. It was a trick question. Okay. Because when we're showed photos of Earth, we're told that they're real. Okay. Uh-huh. okay. Uh-huh. We're, we're told we're told that the the photos of Earth are real, but when you actually look at them, right? I'm I'm trying to talk and navigate. Um, when you actually look at them, you realize that um, it doesn't make any sense. Hold on, here we go. This is what I'm looking for, right? Uh, this is a uh, this is actually another painting, not a photograph, okay. right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, NASA shows us the, these are images of Earth. How do I pose the question? Which one is fake or which one is real? Because these are all photos from NASA. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. This one is the is the blue marble, which was on everyone's iPhone. Okay. Yeah. Right. And uh, it, when it first came out, and they admit that it was made in Photoshop. Right. Here's the 2012, 2013. Look at the United States. I I mean, I thought. I guess we're getting thinner. We're not getting fatter. Yeah. <laughs> in one year, look how much smaller the United. But these are from NASA, right? Not a space agency. Okay. Um, when you, when you look at, when you actually look at their stuff and measure it, okay, we can't go to space and measure, (laughs) but we can drive across Mexico and Baja and we can measure it. It's 934 miles. We could actually confirm this. So they tell us the diameter of the earth, a straight line through the earth, 7,917 miles. I should be able to fit eight and a half of these line segments in between these two lines, right? I can barely fit three. Okay. And so this shows us that this is not real. This is fake. This is all you need, right? This is all you need, right? And then they, they show us, you know, if you compare it to a map of the world, this is what they're showing us about this area. All of this land, everything is on the other side of this ball, right? <laughs> okay? <laughs> this is NASA, right? Here's another one, another one from NASA. This is what they're showing us. This is, you know, look, we got the Euphrates or whatever that is. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, I got my geography a little wrong. And all of this is on the other side of that ball. Okay? Yeah. If this doesn't make sense to you, it's because you have common sense. Right? <laughs> you, you actually have common sense. Right? And then, and then the, the, everyone remembers the blue marble. This was on everyone's iPhone. This is indoctrination. But when you zoom in, you can see these clouds are stepped and repeated. Stepped and repeated. Stepped and repeated. Same clouds again and again and again. Okay? Mm-hmm. And – and the, the guy that made it, Robert Simmon, a NASA visual artist, in an interview, he said he made it from data, and he made it in Photoshop, and he used Command-X a lot. Yeah. Okay? He made it to make it look like what people wanted to see. Wow. I've, I've actually read that. Yeah, that's a very yeah. interesting quote from huh. that guy. Uh, okay, we're, yeah. before the break, we're going to get into the circumnavigation of the planet, which I, I don't think you believe in either, right? Uh, Magellan didn't circumnavigate. Of course, Magellan mm-hmm. died before well, he would have... So, circumnavigated, but, no one, but nobody no has no ever has gone all the way around the earth. Gone around the well, earth. Hold on, hold on. No, not correct. No. Not one hundred percent correct. Okay. On, on a globe, <clears throat> on a globe. So we got our, our our south at the bottom, our north at the top. Mm-hmm. You can circumnavigate around the equator. <laughs> that would be east to west. Look, that's what Amelia Earhart did. She went east, east, east. This is east. Remember, the north is here. So your magnet's always going to point toward your your compass is always going to point towards the north. Mm-hmm. This is east. This is east. She went all the way around. Whether she went east or west you can circumnavigate east and west on a ball and on a flat earth no difference doesn't prove either okay all right Mm -hmm. on a flat earth you cannot go south and pop up over here that doesn't happen but on a globe you can on a globe you can go south and come right back up guess what nobody's ever done it no one's ever circumnavigated south 
Oh, okay. So they have problem? gone east and west, or or uh, east and west, uh, but circles. not south, and then around and no, back up north. north. Yeah, no one, no one's done it. And there was a, um, hmm. there was a uh, a pilot called the ZQ pilot. He was going to do this trip from uh, from the north down south and pop up around the bottom of the earth, and we could track them. We're like, all right, this is this is back in like 2014, 2015. and um, we're like, all right, this is uh, this is good. Uh, let let's um let's check this out. And um, here is the path that he took, right? So he went from the north. He went down to Alaska, California, went out to these islands, here, here, Santiago. And then he went here, supposedly the South Pole. And then they go, oh, the weather's too bad. We're just going to go this way back up through Brazil, <laughs> okay? And we're like, all right, well, he didn't do it, huh? Right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, if you look at that on a flat earth, it goes here, here, here. He just went here and then turned around and came back, okay? okay. That's all he did. Guess what? Guinness Book gave him the world record for south, southern, south, north circumnavigation. What? Really? Wow. They gave him the world record. And what was Even the guy's name? He he had to I need turn to look around. that up. What it, was his it, name? It was called. It, if you look it up, it's called South. Just look up um, North South Circumnavigation Spider Tracks. Huh. Okay. Spider Tracks. So, and you said right. supposedly Antarctica. Does that mean you don't believe there is an Antarctica? Well, I believe that there is an Antarctica. Large bodies of water need containment. Think about this. Mm -hmm. um, a bathtub, you can have a tub of water, but if the, the tub is gone, the water's gone. A pond is just a bigger basin, and the, and the land is higher than the water consistently around the edge, so that contains the water. A lake is a bigger pond. The world oceans are a, uh, are a bigger um, – are just a bigger containment. So – oops, that's not what I want to show you. Hold on. So – here is our world, right? We got Africa, South America, America, right? And this is the shoreline of our world. This is the shoreline of our world. It is Antarctica. Antarctica is supposed to be a continent at the bottom of a ball, and it's about ten or 13,000 miles around. Um, everyone that's tried to circumnavigate it, the last one was Captain Cook. It took him three and a half years. He went over 68,000 miles. Now, the equator on the ball is only 24,000, 25,000 miles. How did he go 68,000 miles around Antarctica? Okay? That makes no sense. So getting to the why, because but, I, I don't want to run, out, run out of time. Well, no, he went around, but he went all the way around here. So you this think he, yeah, he went around the miles. Wow. Okay. Okay. Huh. So somebody has circumnavigated the flat Earth, then? Absolutely. Well, you right. can't circumnavigate something that doesn't exist. Yeah. So the globe has not been circumnavigated. The flat Earth has been circumnavigated, but All you never around, can go right. south. Huh. No one has gone south. No one's gone from Santiago and popped up in Australia or New Zealand. Okay. No one's ever done it. No one's ever done it. Right. So here here. How how do we um, how do you hide the flat earth? And what this is, this is the why this is the um, this is the why, why the lie. And um, if I could find what I'm looking for, um, this one I'm looking for. OK, what is that? OK, sorry. So if you can um, if you if you had a wild tiger as a pet and you had him on a quarter acre fence stand, he'd just be pensing, walking around that fence going, let me out, let me out, let me out. But then you put him in a safari park that was uh, 50 miles around. OK, mm -hmm. he'd be pretty happy if he comes to the fence he'll be like, ah, I'll just go back that way. And he's going to be pretty happy. Put a human in there. I don't care if it's 5000 miles. Human sees the fence. They're like, I want to go to the other side of that fence. So how do you hide the fence? OK, so what you do is you, make the globe. you take. Oops, mm -hmm. again, I blew my transition here. Um, <laughs> that's not what I wanted to show you. Um, where did it go, Antarctica? 
Maybe you're right. It's not there. Yeah, it's not there. It's not there. All right, hang on. We have one minute, so I'll let you find that. And and we'll back in a sec. You you cut out you cut out that mm-hmm. circle. You wrap it around a ball, and you tell everyone you're not allowed to explore this white area. Okay. Yeah. And that and that's where we live right now. Mm-hmm. You're not allowed to explore this a white area down here. You're not allowed to go beyond 60 degrees south. Check out my stuff. Don't believe me. FlatEarthDave.com. FlatEarthDave.com. That's where you find me and all my information. They, they patrol that area, right, around uh, the South Pole. 100. percent Yes. They keep you mm-hmm. going. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. So can you hang with us a little bit longer? Oh, I'll hang with you okay. forever. All right, uh, hold on. We'll, we'll come back. Uh, we'll come back for more of this, and we got some uh, some questions from you, our listeners. And if you have questions, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, the number to call. As uh, we continue our Freaky Friday show with Flat Earth Dave coming up. Pat Gray unleashed. Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Good morning, American. It's Friday. All right, we are uh, hearing different things today. Yeah, we which are. is, to me, fun and interesting. And uh, there are people, and there's a there are more people today. This is fascinating to me. Just read this, I don't know, the other day. There are more people in 2023 who believe the Earth is flat than 20 years ago. <laughs> and is that because we've just been so beaten down with uh, things that we don't believe? We've been so lied to by our government that uh, it's just easier to tell us these other things. And yeah, we'll believe it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. How, how many things are being kept from us? A million. I mean... How a many million things? How many years uh-huh. have we thought that Stephen Hawking was a real person? <laughs> how many years? Well, since like 1940 or whatever and it was. So today we find out yeah, we, no. a puppet. We, we, we broke news. Today Apparently, a handheld puppet. I've just that's interesting. <laughs> Tell me that's not interesting because it is. It is, and he's right about ALS. I mean, the Lou Gehrig's thing that usually kills people quickly. Right. He lived for with lived with it for 50 years. I mean, Lou Gehrig actually got it. Right. Which is... Uh, what are the odds? I mean, what are the odds? What <laughs> are the odds? Lou Gehrig would come down with Lou Gehrig's disease. I know. I know. Mind-boggling. Uh, it's a question <laughs> that will never be answered. Uh, I got a couple of tweets here. And Keith, you got some questions from... I have probably got a listeners. dozen questions over here that have come in from listeners. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Uh, so, uh, Dave, welcome back. Dave Weiss. <clears throat> Flat Earth Dave, uh, it's been it's been fascinating. Appreciate your spending uh, spending some time with us today. Um, Let me just do a a, a, qu- a quick plug here, and then okay. I want to talk about something. Mm-hmm. This is uh, the friend finder on my app. It shows you the people that are waking up to flat Earth. So yeah, mm. um, more people believe in flat Earth now than the mind control that we've all we've all been under. But uh, on the app, every day there's a new featured video, and here's my challenge: watch the featured video each day for two weeks. At the end of that two weeks, if you think you have a globe proof, send it to me for the three bitcoins. But before you do, you have to hit the frequently asked questions button, and this will answer all of the questions that you're going to ask. Everything mm-hmm. is 
dance in here that's being hidden from you on YouTube. Every video in here is hidden from you. If you don't want to get the app, which is only $3, my YouTube channel, D-I-T-R-H, it stands for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, all short videos. Everything's under five minutes. Watch a couple of those. But warning, if you do, you're going to end up being a flat earther. Have you ever talked to uh, Kyrie Irving? Uh, we we tried to, you know, yeah. Kyrie knows, but, you know, his sponsors made him kind of back off of that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I bet they no. did. I'll bet yeah. they did. All right. Uh, what are the what are some of the questions people have? OK, so, Dave, uh, let's uh... We, we, before we get to questions, can mm-hmm. we talk about flight routes for two minutes? OK, flight route. this is really, real important. So we got our North Pole right here. The equator is halfway between the center and the outside. So everything inside this circle here is the north and everything outside here. Now, every any flight from anywhere in the north to the north, there's no reason ever to cross the equator because no matter where you're going, there's no reason to cross the equator. And guess what? No flights in the north ever cross the equator. Yeah. But on a flat earth, if you want to go from like Santiago, where am I? Santiago um, to Australia, well, you'd have to kind of cross because the south is out here and that's kind of like a longer trip. So if we look at if we look at actual flight routes, um, there's a problem, okay? So here's the flight route from uh, Buenos Aires to Johannesburg and it goes all the way up to Amsterdam on the globe, right? Mm-hmm. Well, this is what it looks like here. All right, that's that's a little a little weird, but let's uh, let's just go a little farther. Um, here's one from uh, from Dubai to Auckland, and it stops in Tokyo, right? Look where Tokyo is. Why didn't it just fly here across the globe? Well, if you look at it on a flat Earth, Tokyo is right there in line, okay? <laughs> Here's another one, right? <laughs> Qatar to Argentina. It goes to Rome. This is where the, um, the, the World Cup. Yeah. They flew to Rome first, yeah. right? Why did they fly here and then there, right? Because there's no place to get gas here. They flew here to get gas, and then they went down, boom, get gas, continue. It's a straight line. There's there's example after example after example of ridiculous flights that don't work on the globe. And now the, the people will say, well, that's because they have to go change pilots, pick up other passengers. Well, there's a thing called emergency landings. They happen when um, – when somebody dies suddenly, yeah, which there's is an event on the, on the when there's an event <laughs> yeah. on the airline, yeah, mm-hmm. right. When there's an event on the airline, so let's just um let's just look at a couple emergency landings. Um, here is here's one where the emergency landed in Seattle. They were going from New York to Hawaii, and they went like a thousand miles out of the way to Seattle. Right? They got there in no time. Like emergency, they landed in 15 minutes. Okay? How did they get? How did they travel all the way over here? If you look at it, Seattle is directly online with with that. Let's look at another one. Just do a couple more, and then we'll move on. Okay? Here's one from London to Pakistan. Emergency landing in Moscow again. Moscow is way out of the way, but it's right. It's on a flat Earth. It's right online. It's right there. Okay? Mm-hmm. Right out of the. Right. Again, again, uh, this one from uh, Doha, from uh, Doha to Chicago or Chicago to Doha stopped in Moscow. That's like 1500 miles out of the way. No, it's not. It's right on the flight route. OK, there there again, there's emergency landing after emergency landing. This is this is what there's the last two are my favorites. OK, from New York to Auckland, New Zealand, right here is emergency. They flew to Fiji. Why don't they just continue to New Zealand? And the answer is because that's not where New Zealand, that's not where Fiji is. Fiji is directly en route. Here's a zoom in. Coming from New York, Fiji's not over here. 
It's right there on the route. Doesn't mm. work on a ball. Works on a on a globe. On a now this one is the this is the final one. <clears throat> Excuse me. From uh, Hong Kong, they were going to the UK. They ended up stopping in Germany. It was a twelve hour flight. And um, a family traveled together, mother, father, small children, all sitting together. Mom dies suddenly, okay? Dead in her seat, right? So they're four hours into the flight. They could stop at dozens of airports along this flight route, right? Why didn't they stop? They didn't stop for eight hours. Could you imagine sitting next to your dead mom for eight hours? Okay? Mm. This is horrible. Mm -hmm. I make the joke, like, how (laughs) it's hard to sit next to your mom for eight hours, okay? (laughs) So, So here's the real route. Four hours into the trip, they're over Russia. Two things. In this political environment, if they landed in Russia and Russia was very helpful, that could spark peace. We don't want that. And the other thing is, why are we over Russia? Somebody might do what I'm doing and show you this is why they're over Russia because the earth is flat. And now after eight <laughs> hours, don't you think they should have just finished and gotten, gotten the family home? Don't you think they should have just gone, ah, screw it. The kids are ruined for life. Uh, hold on, hold on. Do you think right. that this applies to every flight that is taken? No. Northern okay. flights, there's very little difference in the okay. north. Southern flights, yes. Okay. All right. All right. That's what I want okay. to ask. That's what I want to ask. Because I've been in flights before where I have I have tracked where we are according to the little monitor there. And That's on your phone, right. you can actually still use the map app. And I've looked down and visually seen exactly knowing where mm-hmm. I was. So I'm just saying, yeah, okay, well, yeah, I'm talking about the United States, so yeah, that would apply there. Very interesting. Okay, so I've got two quick questions here, and I don't know, I don't want to assign you this map right here, this crude drawing. Can you see this, by the way, Dave? Are you? I can, yes, okay. I, yes, I can. Okay, so somebody sent me a video one time that said that, that our Earth looks like this, and so this is our rudimentary, this is North America, South America, Europe and Asia, Australia, Africa, okay, and then this is... The, I guess, like the basin, like you described. Right. Okay. And then they suggested that, or the video they sent me suggested that there are the outer, reason that, outer lands. Uh, yeah, they're outer lands. That's why th- this, this basin, this ring is patrolled. And then there are outer lands there. So, real quick, Dave, is this something similar to what you believe? Because I have a follow up <clears throat> to it. <clears throat> So here's the thing. We don't know what's beyond 60 degrees south. We don't know what's beyond the shoreline of Antarctica, but there's lots of stories, lots of evidence uh-huh. um, that there is. This is a map that was found 10 centuries old. It yeah. was published in uh, 1918 in a uh, um, newspaper in, in Hawaii, and it's showing like 30-some-odd continents outside of this. This is where Antarctica would start, right? So let me let me show you something that, that happened with this map, which is very interesting. Okay. You know, there's ship tracking. You can track all the cargo ships in the world. And here they are. And you click on a ship. It gives you all the information. So we found a ship. Uh, we found several ships. Uh, 730 miles this ship is in from the closest port. How did it get th- 730 miles? And according to Google Math, that ship is 1.9 miles above sea level. Right? If uh, Antarctica is what they say, how is a ship that far in? Okay. And then here's another one. This map, this one is 905 miles away. This is a little more zoomed out. Okay, how does a ship get 905 miles away and 2.37 miles above mm. sea level? All right. So here, here's what I think is happening. So we clicked on one of those ships, and uh, it said uh, it was registered to the nation of Kiribati. You guys ever hear of Kiribati? Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. where the day begins. Yep. Oh, okay. Well, so you have heard about it. It's yeah. out here in the middle of nowhere. Okay, right. middle mm-hmm. of nowhere. So I put a pin on it so you can see it. it's a it's a sandbar. China gave them ten billion dollars recently, and I think America gave them a similar number not too long ago. Why are we funding them? What what is going on here? They mm-hmm. say that it's a most important trade route. Okay, a most important trade route. 
Like, why do we need to stop there? Are we getting fuel? Where are they getting the fuel from? Oh, what are we getting? There's not even enough sand if they want to pick up sand. Hmm. It's a tiny little atoll. And guess what? On this island, just out of coincidence, there's a Captain Cook uh, bed and breakfast hotel. <laughs> Captain Cook, the guy that tried to circle Antarctica. <laughs> so they got a Captain Cook hotel. They got ships in impossible places in Antarctica, right? And then think about this. On a globe... All the time zones are, are lines from the North Pole to the South Pole, equally divided up, you know, 24 lines all the way around. And you have all you should have all these symmetrical time zones if we live um, on on a uh, on a, on a globe. world like they tell us you got all the time zones. Mm-hmm. But then over here, you got this weird time zone. <laughs> and when we zoom when we zoom in on it, this is a time zone. OK, this is a time zone. <laughs> right. And guess what's right here? Kiribati. Kiribati in the most yeah mm-hmm. the most the most suspicious place over so finishing up the um mm. so I think that um this that that Kiribati could be a very important trade route to the outer lands these ships are mm. just going out here now our globe prison tells us oh this ship is on Antarctica no it's not it's going to these other lands mm. maybe there's more advanced okay. civilizations out there maybe they're trading tuna fish computer chips weapons children I don't know uh-huh. we want the right to go explore okay so mm. here's, here's my question though I still haven't gotten my question all right so if this is what it looks like right here and this is indeed the way it is set up and we have, I guess, uh, what I've heard to refer to as a local sun. Is that okay? So we're still on the same page, right? Sure. So if the okay. sun is doing this, right? And and stop me if this isn't right, Dave. I'm I'm not. I'm I'm. This is part of the question. No, I'm no, just, I got it. You're just, asking how do, how yeah. do the lands get sun I, out there? I, yeah, I just I, don't want to get too far away I, here and go on a 10 minute answer. Hang on a second. So if the sun yep. is doing this number right here, and it's that close, then. Is, is is the ice, this basin, not melting? Because over here, there's enough sun to keep these lands green and warm, presumably. But yet, somehow here, it's too cold. You see what I'm saying? I, I'm just trying to figure out how a local sun is keeping it green here, too cold here, and then green here again. Okay, so what if this is a really uh, expanded... Let me make this a little bigger. Um, um, so if we zoom in... This could be, and this is not high res here. We got our, we're at the center. I can't reach my hand all the way over there. And each area has its own sun. Each pond oh, has I its see. own sun. Okay. Each pond has its own sun. Now, again, I'm not claiming any of this is real. There's flat earthers out there that say there's nothing beyond Antarctica. God just created this circle for us, mm-hmm. right? I think that all of this, all of this is considered the earth in God's world, okay? Yes. But again, I'm not claiming that it's real or not. It's scientifically possible mm-hmm. where outer space is scientifically impossible, high pressure next to no pressure without a physical barrier. <laughs> that can't be demonstrated anywhere. How do we have a high pressure Earth adjacent to no pressure when we can't do that here anywhere in a lab or in nature? You can't have high pressure next to low pressure without a physical barrier. D- but somehow, Earth does Does it. the flat Earth theory that, that you're uh, pitching here um, what does that say, if anything, about other planets? Are those spheres, if we're not, or are they similar to what, what we would be shape-wise? Planets and, you know, used to be called wandering stars because that's exactly what they are. They're, they're wandering stars. You know, we don't know, you know, the, well, the moon looks spherical. Sure, I, I actually think the moon is spherical, but I don't even know if it's, if it's physical, okay? Um, but you can't say um, what shape something is. For example, take a look at this. So we look at this and I say, that's the sun or the moon. 
Can you, uh, well, maybe it is a sunrise, sun, moonrise. Is it spherical? It sure, it sure looks spherical, right? But in reality, that's how our eyes work. Our eyes bring everything to a point. So no matter what shape it is, we see a sphere, right? But when we bring it forward, we see that it's actually a train with all different lights on it, square lights and red lights. And But we saw that as a sphere in the distance. That's at a quarter of a mile away. Mm-hmm. Okay, so looking at the lights in the sky, believing that you can see them at hundreds of trillions of miles away and that they're all, you know, they're all in the same position all the time in this beehive that we live in. Um, <laughs> that's just not thinking. Okay, more with uh, Flat Earth Dave coming up here in a second. Uh, but uh, let me tell you about the real estate agents I trust. This is where you need to turn if you're looking to sell your home or buy a home, or maybe you're doing both because you're you're relocating somewhere on this flat earth. Uh, these are the real estate agents you can trust. These are the ones who devote full time to this, all their energy to this, and they've got great track records. You want somebody who has sold homes because you want yours sold, right? And when you're buying, you want to get the most for your money. These are the people that will help you do just that. They've been fully vetted by Glenn's team. Uh, they're fans of the show, so they you're going to have a lot in common with them. It's not going to be awkward driving around looking for homes. It's just a great way to go. And it's a free service. It's free to you. Uh, so go to realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray Unleashed. We'll be right back after this. Thanks for being here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Heading into the Fourth of July Independence Day weekend. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a little bit of a stretch. It's, I guess everybody's extending this weekend <laughs> to uh, to Monday. Yeah. I mean, if you got to work on Monday, get another gig, right? Because I mean, <laughs> right? hello, what are you doing? Because you're life? you're being used and abused. Right. That should not happen. So we'll be back live Friday, uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. But we'll have best ofs Monday and Tuesday. Okay. Unless we fall off the edge of the earth between now and then. Because oh, that, that could that happen. That could happen. That could happen. Uh, let's, um, oh, let's go to Rick in uh, Maine. Uh, Rick, hi. You got a question for Flat Earth Dave? I do. Hey, great show, guys. Good morning. Thank you. Uh, my question for Dave is, so with the earth being flat, um, there must be a thickness to it. So just how deep mm. is the Earth? And if it is flat, what's on the opposite side? I like that. Yeah. Thanks, Thank Rick. Rick. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Dave, how about that? How thick is the Earth? The deepest hole ever dug is just under eight miles. It was in Russia. It was called the Cora Borehole. The United States and uh, Russia worked on it together. They tried for years to get below that depth, and they couldn't. They hit an impenetrable barrier. And on the way down, Mm. while they were drilling, they were using ground-penetrating radar that was wrong in every prediction that it made. But somehow, they know what the next 4,000 miles are. (laughs) That's like drilling through the skin of an apple, getting it wrong. You're halfway through the skin of the apple and knowing what's at the core. This is a meme that's in everyone's textbooks. It's not real. It's fake. Interesting. Okay. So the answer so, is eight eight miles? It's eight miles. Dan, no, the, the, no, no, I don't think, I think that there, I don't know. There's maybe there's another firmament down there. I don't know. Mm. And nobody knows. Globe okay. believer or ball ball or flat earth believer. Nobody knows. Okay. What, so we're flat. Why don't we fall off the edge of wherever the edge is? Or does, because does it extend it, infinitely or what? So, 
imagine the flat earth is like a lake in Kansas, a hundred miles around lake. You can't even see across it. Okay. And mm-hmm. you're sailing around the lake and the center is the North pole. So you can circumnavigate it east and west, making circles around it. But if you go away from the center, which is South in any direction, and then you hit the edge of the lake can you fall off the edge of a lake. No. Well, I don't the edge of the so. lake, and we'll call that Antarctica. <laughs> okay. Climb up out of the lake, start uh-huh. walking away. A mile later, you can't even see the lake. So this is a smaller scale of the flat Earth. Let's say you keep walking and walking and walking, and all of a sudden you find another lake. Wow, yeah. another lake. Get on a boat out there. That's a whole other world. That's another piece of the plane, if you will. Hmm. What's a piece of the plane? A planet. Hmm. What'd you call planet. it? Planet. A planet. Mm-hmm. A planet. Mm-hmm. A piece of the plane. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got some questions from listeners from, uh, on Twitter. Uh, Jimmy Dimples tweets, uh, what's Flat Earth Dave's explanation for the toilets in the northern and southern hemisphere spiraling down in different directions? Yeah, so on, on my app, if you go to the Frequently Asked Questions and you click the Coriolis button, which is on here somewhere right there, Coriolis button, it'll explain. Uh, it's not true. They don't spin in different directions. It's all how the water enters the basin. I have uh, sinks and toilets in my house that spin in opposite directions. So it's a myth, hmm. and the guys at the equator okay. doing their little parlor trick, uh, it's totally exposed in the Coriolis section on the app. Uh, <laughs> what about seasons? How how does that work? We have different seasons on this planet. Yeah. and. See- you would think right, that right. would be a factor of our, our roundness. Yeah, you, you would think you would think that, but we're taught that the tilt of the Earth uh, that uh, is what causes the seasons when we're tilted away uh-huh. from the sun. Did you know that during our northern summer we're farther from the sun, and during our our northern winter we're closer to the sun, mm-hmm. right? And if it was mm-hmm. the tilt. That would mean in June here in Connecticut, when the sun is on the horizon rising, it should be arctically cold because we're three and a half million miles farther and it's the most tilted we could possibly be. But I can feel the heat uh, immediately. But in December at noon, when the sun is at its highest point for the day, um, I can feel I can't feel I can't even feel the heat. So seasons actually prove the earth is flat. There's a whole season section here. Um, just watch it, and then you'll understand that they actually make no sense on a globe. They only make sense on a flat Earth. That's great. I can you... expand a little bit farther if you want a, a quick example. Yeah, okay, go ahead. A quick example is you and I are sitting out in a field, and it's freezing cold. We're 20 feet apart because we want to be safe, and uh, we're talking to each other, but our beers keep freezing, right? And then somebody comes over with a long pole 15 feet high and holds a big heat lamp directly over your head, and now you're warm, your beer melts, and, uh, and life is good. Well, I say, hey – Pat, where's that, where's that light, that sun? And you point straight up. It's directly above you. But mm-hmm. I'm over 20 feet away. I say it's over there. It's like at a 45-degree angle for me, and I can't feel the heat, right? I, it's like I barely feel the heat. You're warm. That's my you're summer. That's my winter. Mm-hmm. Now that person walks over to me, keeping it at the exact same height, 15 feet. I'll watch it get higher and higher and higher like my summer sun, and you'll watch it get lower and lower and lower like your winter sun. You get cold. I get warm. That's how seasons work. Okay. All right. Uh, what about satellites? Uh, where are they? Satellites. So, so believing that you can see a satellite the size of a Volkswagen, you know, a bug uh, at the distances that they tell us is absolutely ridiculous. Could you see a car twenty miles away? Right. These satellites are two hundred fifty miles away and farther. Right. A seven forty seven flying at altitude is gigantic. But when you look at it at altitude, it's a tiny little speck. You can see it. You can't really make out the engine. If you doubled the height, you couldn't even see the plane. That's ten miles. Right. The International Space Station is two hundred fifty miles. 
miles, and you think you could see that with your naked eye. And satellites are even smaller. I have a whole satellite section here. Also, satellites are on balloons, right? And uh, and NASA controls all of the helium in the world. Did you know that? I did not know that. No. Uh, yeah. Wow. NASA and NASA admits they land launch tens of thousands of these balloons all the time. Uh-huh. There, there, there's balloons launched every single day carrying up to eight thousand pound satellites on them, and they're crashing all over the Earth. They quickly get picked up, but everybody's got a high def phone in their pocket, and there's tons of videos of these um, satellites crashing. The satellites. <laughs> okay. Is, uh, it, is yeah. this uh, is this your app? Uh, does this look uh, correct uh, for your logo for your app in the store? It just has a big uh, giant F E on it. Can you zoom in on it? It's, yeah. it's by Blue Water Bay. Yeah, that's that's my logo. Yeah. But there is a knockoff one on, it, on Google Play. The easiest that 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 looks like my app. Yeah. But um, flatearthdave.com. The link is there for Android and Apple. So Blue just Water check Bay. it out. Yeah, that's the, okay. Blue, All right, yeah, we got time for Bay. for one more quick segment. If you can hang with us, uh, we'll come right back yep. with that and uh, got some uh, other interesting questions here uh, to get into. Um, it just, I mean, you can't you can't address it all, right? In one sitting, you just can't. You could spend uh, you could spend the entire weekend on this. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat unleashed on Twitter. If uh, you've got questions, uh, you know what tomorrow is? It's the day BYU <laughs> is officially a member of, of the, the Big, Big Twelve, 12 Conference. It's also wow, it's also who's coming to the Big Guy right, table. Right, that's it's right. More importantly, I might argue, it's also the start of Not Pride Month. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Wee! Yeah, those are close. Those are close. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, got a few minutes left with uh, Flat Earth Dave. I, you know, I will admit to being surprised. A little surprised. Am I convinced? <laughs> Uh, probably not, but still, I mean, you've surprised me, Dave. It's uh, it's interesting the things you I have know. to say. Um, we got this uh, question from a, a listener. Silent Wait. Commander tweets: uh, Pat, FM radio Pat. is line of sight, so when you're driving, the station fades before 75 miles. What about FM radio? If the Earth was flat, you know, shouldn't FM signals be heard everywhere? Um, no, because sound it's just like sound and light. They propagate. They only go to a certain distance. However, Marconi did a uh, um, – I forget what year it was. He, he transmitted thousands of miles across the ocean. Everyone said that they couldn't do it, and he was able to transmit where there should have been hundreds of miles of curvature. Um, but he, he was able. Again, mm. light, sound, radio waves are all um, – they all spread out. Now, microwave transmitters – microwave transmitters are admitted uh, line of sight, but they have microwave transmitters going over oh, – going 300 miles, which is impossible on a ball. Absolutely impossible. Just finishing ten seconds on the on the on the satellites. Okay. Um, satellites crash all over the place. Mm-hmm. NASA is in charge of, of course, of all satellites. They're in charge of all GPS. They're in charge of all international flight routes. And just like the flight routes, all of the underground sea cables, all of the fiber optic cables. None of them go from southern location to southern location. They go all the way up to the north and then all the way back down. None of them cut across the bottom of the ball. Why is that? Because they don't live on a ball. <laughs> uh, all right what causes what causes the the oceans uh, to move what what is what's responsible for the tides 
So the tide that that is a very good question, and there's there's a thing called tidal nodes. Um, you know, the, 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 where there's these points all over the earth where there's no tide. And then the, the high tide and low tide circle around them. Okay. If you go, um, again, on the frequently asked questions part, um, section, there is a tides part, but you have all of these tidal nodes, right? So everyone says, well, it's the moon that does it. You know, when there's a full moon, there's extra high tides. Well, guess what? When there's a new moon, which is a moon, it's just not lit up by the sun in the heliocentric world. How come there's still the same, the, how come the tides aren't gigantic like they are when the moon is full? And I say that it's a whole electromagnetic system. Why is there no tides on freshwater? Because freshwater doesn't carry the current that saltwater does. The Earth is a giant power system. It's like a big battery. The sun and the moon are the anode and the cathode. The saltwater carries the current. The land is the salt bridge, and that's a battery, right? So if the moon was pulling on the water like they tell us um, – it would uh, it would pull on fresh water too, right? Neil deGrasse Tyson says um, you got a high tide here because the moon is pulling the water away from the earth, and you have a high tide here because the moon is pulling the earth away from the water. This is what they say, okay? Hmm. That, that, like they, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, like. The moon is pulling the earth away from the water. That's why there's a, another high tide on the other side of the earth, which isn't exactly accurate, but that's the model they tell us. And the earth is rotating through those two, two um, bulges. This is the official story. It's ridiculous. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I had another. Oh, I wanted to address, too, because you, you brought up stars uh, earlier. Yeah. And you, uh, f- fully explain to me the theory as it applies to stars. They're not there. They're just lights. You don't know what it is. It's like recessed lighting for the planet. What, what are stars and how far away are they? I, Again, I don't know what stars are. I think they're they have to do with our 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 reality. They have to do with our life. They uh, I think stars are sentient. That's me, flat Earth Dave talking. I'm not speaking for everybody, right? But when our consumer optics, when we zoom in, this is the star Sirius. That's uh, kind of weird. It doesn't look like what they what they tell us. And then if you look at um the, the the star Arcturus, you can see with your naked eye, it looks like this. Does that look like a burning ball thousands of times bigger than the sun, trillions and trillions of miles away? Or is that something else? I'll go with something else. I don't know what it is. Okay? Mm-hmm. But that's Arcturus. You can see that with your naked eye. Okay? Mm-hmm. So what is that? It's not a burning ball of, of gas in a vacuum, scientifically impossible. Um, it's something here within the Earth system. And again, then, the, the planets you think are just the same thing as the stars or just some light that you can't really explain. We don't know well, what it is. Well, you know what? They're wandering stars. I don't know what they are. You know, if you, if you, I used to laugh at astrology because astronomy was the real science. And I found out astronomy is computer pseudoscience. And uh, astrology is the real science. Do I understand how it works? Absolutely not. But there's a lot of people out there that have explained it. You know, a lot better than I can, a lot better than I do. Hmm. Wow. Well, interesting stuff. And again, you have a lot of answers that uh, the people to questions people have on your website. Right. Why don't you tell us where that Uh is again? So flatearthdave.com, mm-hmm. I have a thing called the Crash Course there. Turn off Netflix for a week and watch the videos in the Crash Course. They're fascinating. Don't, don't Again, don't believe anything. Just watch it and then you'll know, right? If you want mm-hmm. something and the tips of your fingers, my app is amazing. It does, it does uh, tons of things. And if you hit the friend finder, let me just hit that real quick. This, uh, this will show you where the other flat earthers are in your area and you can actually contact them. You can, um, it, people are using it as a dating app. They're using it as a job app, as a true friend. Mm-hmm 
Trend Finder, meetups and everything. Taking a second to load, of oh, course. Yeah. Here we go. Look at the look at the United States. It's a little crazy, right? Mm-hmm. These are the people that just have my app, and that's only like one percent of the flat Earth is out there. Flat Earth is out of the bag, and the elite are freaking out because flat Earth shows people that we are truly powerful beings here at the center of creation and not random specks flying through an infinite universe. So back to why the lie, why the lie is because they're hiding our true power. They want to depower us. They want us to give away our free will for government, government, govern the mind. Government is mm-hmm. control the mind. Okay. Mm-hmm. So they, they want us, you know, giving away our God given rights. The government doesn't give us rights. They can only ask us to give them away. And if we give them away, that's our fault. Flatearthdave.com. Uh, go there. Check out all of his uh, all of his stuff because it's well, fascinating. Thing, if, if anybody if anybody has another show like this or knows mm-hmm. of a show that wants to have this conversation, flatearthdave.com. Book flatearthdave. We can start the conversation there. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it, Dave. Good to see right. you again. Thank you, Dave Weiss. Uh, flatearthdave.com. Good stuff. Thank Interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I fascinated by that. That's <laughs> that's incredible. Uh, the one thing that is is uh, kind of gnawing at me is what he said, like right at the beginning, about traveling through space at half a million miles an hour. Is is that is it just me that I I've never I don't think I've ever heard uh, that claim that we're that traveling we're space. traveling around that we're orbiting at five hundred thousand miles an hour. Uh, what is it? Uh, I mean, I I, I, I less than that. Less than that. Yeah, I just Googled how fast is the Earth moving and, yeah. and came back with uh, 67,000 miles okay, per hour. Okay, there you go. That's a little more like it. But it's still fast. I mean, it's fast. It's above the speed limit, I'll tell you that. So, um, <laughs> you know, gravity, keeping everything in place, he doesn't obviously buy into that. No. It's just fascinating. Isn't that interesting? The sure moon, he, he referenced the moon many times, but also multiple times. Uh, said something about it not being physical. Wait, what? Yeah, he wasn't he's sure. Not sure. Yeah. He's not, he's not sure. sure if it's it's a f- physical object. <laughs> really? I mean, interesting. It is. And my favorite, my favorite part of the interview is that Stephen Hawking is a, was a puppet. A hundred percent. I don't <laughs> care. I, you, you can try to convince me about the Earth being flat all right, you want. Fine, whatever. But Stephen Hawking. But this is, uh, that's, man, you have really exposed something I, now. And I believe that to be a hundred percent true. The smartest, most intelligent <laughs> man <laughs> of the last hundred <laughs> years <laughs> was, a was a puppet. I mean, I think of <laughs> was all, all a ruse. I think, I think of the hour and... Uh, what were we up to? An hour and 15 minutes that we had Flat Earth Dave on mm-hmm. with all of his uh, very interesting information that we'll need to go and cross-check ourselves mm-hmm. and do our own research. Uh, like you guys are saying, I think the most important fact we took away from today was the fact that, that Stephen Hawking is a puppet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I yep. think that's oh. our biggest takeaway today. Yep. Absolutely. By far. By far the biggest. And I, don't think, I don't think Stephen Hawking was a, a puppet all along. I just think that they made him into a puppet. At 19, he turned into a puppet? Because, because there's no way he lived that long with ALS, right? That's, that's well, the point. I mean, I don't think there's no way. Some people do. I mean, no, Pat. Uh, no way he lived that long with ALS. I think it's fairly ALS. rare to live 50 years with ALS. Because it doesn't happen. But, uh, but all right. Um we got we got to talk about what uh, Joe Biden said yesterday. Speaking he, of he puppets. had quite a day. Yeah, speaking of hand puppets. I mean, oh. <laughs> this is Jill Biden's hand puppet, <laughs> Joe. Uh, and he made the comment yesterday that he's not big on abortion. 
What? Yeah, he's not big on abortion because well, of his Catholic yeah, he's faith. Strong, he's strong such a practicing Catholic. Oh, Catholic. He's so, 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 so oh, Catholic. Man. You think of Mass. You think <laughs> you of Joe think Biden. You think Joe Biden. When you think somebody who strictly adheres to Catholicism. That's him. Joe Biden, right? <laughs> he said, I'm a practicing Catholic. I'm not big on abortion. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the actual, uh, the, <laughs> the stance the Catholic Church <laughs> takes it's official right i think that's our official stance <laughs> yeah we're not big on abortion <laughs> you can have them up until i don't know birth but uh, well, he went on talking about on the, the limits right the, the 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 amount of time of banning them yeah he, well here's here's okay the uh entire well it's not the entirety but here's a lot of what he said uh i'm not big on abortion but guess what roe v wade got it right <laughs> okay. I mean, All right. Incoherent. Oh, okay. Roe v. Wade cut in a place where the vast majority of religions have reached agreement. Uh, the f- get this. The first three months or thereabouts right. yeah. in all mm. major religions, mm. it's a decision left between a woman and her family. Tell me one religion, <laughs> major or everyone, minor, everyone that believes abortion is best left to the to the woman and, and her family. family. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, <laughs> what? So that's the first three months. The first three months, right? Okay. After that, it's between the woman and her doctor. Oh, okay. So, first three months, woman and her family. Okay. Next three months, woman and her doctor, or it might have that flipped. Might be woman and her doctor the first three, woman and her family the next three. Then the next three after that, it's back to the woman and her doctor again. I got to <laughs> And then he actually said, look for the actual statement because it's, it's unbelievable. The actual statement then he says, the next three months, okay, after the, after the third trimester, the next three months... You can't do it. Wait, you can't what? have an abortion. <laughs> so then, okay, so that's the fourth trimester. Good grief. <laughs> I guess. I guess it's back to, uh, you know, no, you can't do it on the fourth trimester. On the fifth <laughs> trimester, <laughs> why then, then it's back to a woman and her family. Okay. And this is ancient uh, yeah. religious yes, doctrine. Yes, absolutely. Absolute, uh, total, all major religions believe that. <laughs> and and some major religions believe that in the sixth trimester, <laughs> it's between you and your dentist. Right. Yeah. He uh, told the crowd that he, he's obviously not a, not a supporter of abortion. Right. Not a big supporter. And the termination procedures in the last <laughs> three months are not clear cut. Are not clear cut. You're right. Okay. And I love when he throws major religions into that because I don't know a single religion, a major religion, Christianity, Judaism, and Islam are all pro life. Oh, yes. They're all pro life. So what are you talking about? What he just pulls this stuff out of his rectal cavity, I love the- throws it out there, and sees if it sticks to the wall. So I'm, you know, I happen to be a practicing Catholic. Yeah, I so love I'm, you know, uh-huh. I happen to be a practicing Catholic. Right. I'm not big on abortion. Yeah, but keep guess reading. What? How much of it do they have? Do they have what? that entire statement? 
because yeah. it's really interesting. Read it. Uh, Roe v. Wade cut in a place where the vast majority of religions have reached an agreement. We talked about that. Historically, the the first three months or thereabouts Mm -hmm. in all major religion. In all major religions. That's between a woman and her doctor. Yeah, okay, Okay, so it is the first one is woman and her doctor. doctor. The next three is woman and her family, Uh, right? uh, With the rare, (laughs) universal, the the unborn child ends in the last three months. The next three months in between, Mm -hmm. I mean... I just mean, a woman and her family. Then the woman and her family. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh. So it goes from doctor, yep. woman and doctor, yep. to woman and family. Yep. And the next then three months. The next three months. Back. back to woman and her doctor. That's back to woman and right. her doctor. Hold on, hold on. That, that's a quote. <laughs> the last three months have to be negotiated because you okay. can't. Because you can't. Unless you're in a position where your physical health is at stake, okay. you can't do so it. So now we're up All to right. the fourth trimester. Uh, <laughs> he thinks you can't on the fourth trimester. This sounds trimester. like an opportunity for a Venn diagram for Kamala. <laughs> it sure Doesn't does. It? This is a mess, man. Uh, he's a mess. He's a mental. He's gymnastics. a pathetic, awful, uh, lying mess. Just like I said earlier, he's an interesting man. He's an interesting man. He's an interesting yeah. man. Mm, mm. And I love how he just makes up doctrine for all major religions. Isn't that great? Yeah. Uh, man, I'll never forget when I was in Sunday school and they said, you know, those first three months, it's up to a woman and her doctor. Uh, if they want to, if they want to kill the child. Now, in the second three months, the second trimester, right? Then that's between the woman and her family. And her family. Uh, screw the doctor in the second three months. But on the third three months, then it's back to being between. I, I'll never forget that lesson in Sunday school. It was, uh, it was a good one that just stuck with me. Uh, and I think I learned that initially when I was 12 years old. And uh, oh, that's weird because, ever since. So most you know. major religions. Yeah. Except for his. Except for his. Uh, as well, he's so that. Catholic, though, that he's not excited when a woman murders her baby. But it's okay, you know, if she decides that's the thing to do with her doctor. I mean, the Pope even said at one point when asked about Biden's abortion policy, he was like, I'll leave it to his conscience. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, way, way to take a stand, Pope. Yeah, I know. Right? <laughs> yes, well, yeah, I mean, he... Incredible. They didn't want... When they were talking about uh, the the archbishops uh, not giving... Uh, not to giving uh, Nancy Pelosi right, com- uh, communion, communion. And the mm-hmm. Pope was like, well, that's, you know, he was, that's up to you. So to it's take not communion. up to right, your no. conscience when you're a pro-life bishop... <laughs> who happens to be in Tyler, Texas, and you decide to go to an L.A. Dodgers game to protest the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, right? then the Vatican goes and investigates you. Exactly. So that doesn't apply to that. No, so right. Interesting. Right. It's interesting. That is interesting. <laughs> is there a number people can call and talk about how yeah, interesting right it is? Yeah, okay. Right I don't know. There. What's the area code of the Vatican City? <laughs> Let's see. I'm going to find that out now. I don't know. What a weird world. It yeah. sure is. Yep. So in this in the context of everything that's going on, could you convince me that the earth is flat? (laughs) Dave did a pretty good job, I thought. He did a really good job. It's interesting stuff. It sure is. You know? Uh, but it's that machine gun delivery that makes it very difficult to address each and every point along the way because he's already on to something else or three other things. Uh, and then you're trying to deal with those and then you've forgotten what it was you wanted to come back to. But okay. You were asking me after the breaks on a scale of zero to ten. Zero being, I'm not convinced at all. The Earth is definitely a sphere, and uh-huh. I know it. And ten meaning you're Dave. It's a flat Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where are you on that scale? Oh, where am I? Yeah. 
Oh gosh, uh, man, I'd probably, and it's not a cop out. It's the truth. I'm at a five, really. A five? Yeah, I could go either way, oh. honestly. I don't believe really? anything anymore. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Jeffy. Oh, the Earth is flat, hundred percent. No, seriously, seriously. What number are you giving? Earth seriously. Flat. No, come on. Uh, I actually, I think I'm with Keith. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could go either way. Yeah, I could mm-hmm. go either way because when I've ta- like I've talked to Dave on my show and we've talked to him here mm-hmm. and when I talk to him, I'm the Earth is flat. He's right. <laughs> and then you know, then yeah. I go back to uh, covering you know uh, Galactic uh, Virgin Galactic going into space yesterday. Uh, you yeah. know, for the first time for them. <laughs> Welcome to the party. Right. And uh, you know, we're, we're all, right. We're all going to space and we're Did launching Branson stuff. Go up? Uh, no. Oh no. Mm. I, th- I I think he may technically have already been up with his with his crowd, but this was a different. Group. I want I want someone okay. like an Elon Musk to either take part in or provide a flight that goes from a I don't know a Toronto down to you know Buenos Aires or something like that by going mm-hmm. over. The, let's go that way, right? As opposed to the crazy long ways. How about you, Pat? Where are you on? I'm this? at a zero. You're a zero. Yeah. Still, the, the Earth is a sphere. Okay. Yes. Right. Still. Let me ask you a question. The Earth is a sphere. Uh, so a scale it, of zero to so, ten. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm sorry. Go what, ahead. What number are you at? <laughs> I, I'm five. You said, you said, five. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. So uh, on a scale of zero to ten, mm-hmm. zero being no, it's not possible. Ten, obviously, believing it a hundred percent. Is, is Stephen Hawking, Hawking a pilot? <laughs> <laughs> Was Stephen Hawking a pilot? I want to say ten. I want to say twelve. <laughs> But I'm afraid I'm actually at a zero on that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) We don't even live in America anymore. What are we doing? No, I know. All right, fine. I'm going to go see the. The new Harrison Ford Indiana Jones movie then this weekend because nobody. Oh, does that start this weekend? Nobody else will be at the theater, so I'll be fine. Is that this? Yeah, it started this weekend. That's awesome. So, is it? Please tell me. It's not going to be the worst movie it's, movie ever done. That's like what they're four saying. Was that's oh, what, they are. Yeah. Oh, oh they're really? saying this is bad oh, too. Yeah, Come really on bad. now. Ah, oh, darn it. They, they talked about uh, when it was when they uh, when they premiered it at Cannes. Uh, Harrison was there, and they all everybody loved Harrison, and he got all the applause and everybody around him. But at the end of the movie, everybody was like, uh, "Another disaster." Oh no, really. That's ah, too bad. Pat, I so, want to come back to the Earth bad. thing. Yeah. Um, so do you believe that the Earth is millions of years old or thousands of years old? No, no, see, I'm a, about a five on that. I could go either way. <laughs> Seriously. Because of, you know, I there's no doctrine in, in uh, my belief system that says it's 7,000 years old. Um, but because there's some variables we don't know, like... Uh, where do the dinosaurs fit into that? How long were Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden? Yeah, I don't we don't know. know. Could it have been know. two years? Could it have been 200,000? Could it have been a billion years? I, I don't know. And what is the process? Can you be, imagine being teased by her for a million years? Years, yeah. <laughs> be a long time. It would be a long, okay, time. So, long time. So here's another question I have for you. Mm-hmm. Um, counting this one coming up on Tuesday... How many more Independence Days will we have as a nation called the United States of America? Well, it'll still be called that. Okay. But will it be that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That's a hard one. And a depressing one. Well, I'm proud to be. And I don't want to be depressed today. So I'm going to say we're going to have an unlimited number. 
an unlimited number of uh, Independence Day celebrations. Right. Be proud. Right. 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 Be proud of America. Be proud of your country. Stand up for it. July is American Pride Month. Right. Just declared it as such. Yes. It's American Pride. Thank you. Quit being such a Debbie Downer. Right? Who's being a downer? I mean, look at what we have to be proud of. Just let's ask show a question. Let's show Joe Biden walking off the set. <laughs> oh, this is good. MSNBC I love this from guy. yesterday. He's this'll what, what is he, Jeffy? You will American whether they voted for me or not. You well, will and, burst and with the pride. ones that didn't Watch vote for this. your bills yes. but run on them. Don't That's care. right. <laughs> Mr. President, wait. thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Well, 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 thank you. He's the president of the United States. When he's done, he's done. Uh-huh. We're wrapping this thing up. A, you don't leave during the segment. Okay, I don't care who you are. Yeah, yeah. He's wrapping he's done this up before. the segment. He, act oh, like you've yes. been there before, bro. Yes. you've been doing this for fifty years. Watch this again. I think he has to go to the bathroom. He only shakes oh, her hand. He only shakes her hand because she extends it. Well, and he's yeah. trying to get out of here. Watch this. He's just like, ah, okay. he's getting up while she's still yeah. talking. Oh yeah. yeah, dude, sit down. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh yeah. Uh, he's yeah. Like, he only uh, he, he did not reach his hand yeah. out. Correct. Um, we'll have reactions. Hey, where's the bathroom? Look how feeble he is too. He just he looks what an embarrassment. He looks absolutely. The gate is a little. It's a little. Oh, he didn't do his little fast arms normal. there to jog. He off. did not even no. try fast arms. No fob jog. <laughs> fo- fo- no, jog. he didn't. I love the fast arms thing. <laughs> Woo, look at me go. Well, I'm so fast. Okay, well maybe we didn't get those because he had to go to the bathroom. He's oh, like, yeah. If go. I do fast arms, we're fast time, it's over. Yeah, I didn't put the depends on. Hey, happy Independence Day, everybody. Happy That's your Independence present. Day. Enjoy the, Indeed. the remaining four that we have. Happy Fourth. We'll see you back here mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Not a joke. This is Pat Gray Unleashed.